Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating, leaning into juicy, soulful, whole, living, adventuring, exploring on this journey of a lifetime. So in terms of surrender, so in terms of trust as a foundation to surrender, I feel very blessed at the moment to be having the opportunity of attending a really amazing yoga class once a week. And in the beginning, our teacher, there's a moment of breathing and centering, and then there's an invitation for an intention for the class. What I found so interesting tonight was, so I wasn't sure what would come up, and then it seemed like trust was coming up, and trusting where I find myself, and trusting life, and, and then as she invited us to sort of like decide and concretize on the intention. I had a part of me like, oh, but what about surrender? And then there was like this reply of, well, if you trust enough, you will surrender because trust is like the foundation, the gateway to surrender. And then as we went through the class, there were multiple references to surrender. And I just thought that was actually just so beautiful. Um, and trusting and surrender. <laughs> there was also a part of the class where we were holding in a particular posture where you're like, imagine if you're sitting down, right? And then, so you're sitting upright on your butt on the floor, right? And then if you've got both of your legs bent, now you're going to grab your big toes. So you can either go to like a happy baby pose or you can straighten your legs. So now your legs are like in the shape of a V and your body's in the middle. And... Like at a certain point, I landed up just rolling back. <laughs> but what was so interesting was the next pose that we went into from there was rolling back into that posture. So it was also just trusting um, that somehow, yeah, like another part of us knows the flow and just to be with and trust, um, which is a big theme for me at the moment. Because the theme of trust versus resistance came up a lot in the yoga practice today. Um, and yeah, part of me really loves, seems to derive great pleasure out of resisting what is, as opposed to your leaning into what is. So on, on that, um, you know, there was a particular, it was so interesting because I mentioned to a few friends that there's a 30 minute one of Mickey's talks uploaded to Temple of the Universe called Choosing Peace. And I said, I found it so valuable and I've listened several times and I couldn't even articulate why I'd found it valuable. So I thought, no, I need to start to listen and actually take some notes this time. And it just also brought me back. I think this piece is what inspired me to actually um, do a fast at the moment. So at least twice a year, I generally do something like a three-day or some version of some sort of cleanse or detox. And this time we really felt called to simplify and, and go with a water fast as really like a going inwards and a simplification um, and just trusting that the body has this amazing capability to heal and rejuvenate and regenerate and when it doesn't need anything from the outside, it can do all of that from the inside. And so when I was going through this choosing peace again, that it starts out with simple statement that Mickey says of the highest state of life, 
the highest state of being is, is a state of peace. Because when we're at peace, then all of life is just what, what it is. But if you're in a state of turmoil, then you're in a, you know, we're in hell pretty much wherever you are. And that it's not the outside that determines the beauty or the ugliness, the discontent or the content of life, contentment, but our inner state. And that's why a big intention on this fast has been a reminder of going inwards. Wow. Because there was a, a thing here about saying, no one takes your peace away. Every moment you're giving your peace away. Oh, yo, 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 yo. So, yeah, just that constant reminder of it's from inside. And with never giving up your peace. But it's not about suppressing the things inside that take your peace away, but rather releasing them. Because you can't fight for peace. There were just some really beautiful lines in it that I, I gained so much. I've listened to half and took some notes. And tomorrow morning... Please, God, getting more back into my morning routine of doing some listening to something uplifting and centering. That life, wow, it was really beautiful. Life's not what happens when, when you find a significant other, when you get the perfect job, when you finish your degree, when you get married, when you have kids, when you retire. That every single moment is life now. Life is this moment. Yo, 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 yo. And that there are no problems. There is only life. (laughs) So you're defining life as a problem. And then you want to get away from it and you wonder why you have no life. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the other part that I really loved from the first 15 minutes was that um, this whole thing that changing the shifts, instead of life becoming a challenge of getting it to be the way you want it to be, (laughs) the challenge is rather accepting it the way it is. Mm. Yo, 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 yo. Wow. And that peace, the state of contentment and fulfillment is really, that is what makes life beautiful. And to learn to become 100% at peace regardless of what's happening around, regardless. Sure. Tells the story that Gandhi's famous, Gandhi's famous for of when he was assassinated, that as he was shot, he actually then looked the person in the eyes who had shot him and as he was falling to his death, forgave him. Um, yeah. So very much. So I guess I have kind of come full circle because what did I say? Ah, yes, going inwards for peace and contentment. Hmm. So I thought I'd gone on a bit of a tangent chatting about Mickey's, the few tidbits I'd taken away. 
but at the end of the day, they're actually perfectly in line because I think that's probably a prime motivator for the place I find myself with these five days of going inwards. So also apparently there are all these different like triggers and magical things that happen as the body has an opportunity to not deal with the outside. And some of them that I found really fascinating is because there's no nutrition coming from outside, so now it looks internally. So it really looks for any non-optimal cells to kind of break them down and then use them as resource and energy. So phenomenal, phenomenal. So really like high-level stock take. And the other one that apparently around the three-day mark, you get stem cell production. And then, so yeah, I just felt like ushering in a 48-hour window of like a flush of stem cells. And an invitation to just reset whatever brain, neural, everything, and just open up to, yeah, not trying to get the way, not trying to get life the way I want it, but accepting it the way it is. Mm. So, on this note, precious souls, here is to hmm, cultivating a spirit of trust, trust of life and the journey, and then more be able to surrender into the life that is without this like manic resistance Mm. and to remember to play with the idea that really the true state of peace and well-being and contentment comes from inside cannot be cannot be reliant on something on the outside it's very temporal but long lasting no matter what's happening on the outside sense of well-being and calm and centeredness just your definitely needs to grow from the inside so happy adventuring present mindful grateful adventuring precious heart Mwah.